This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch, Managing Editor at Pop Sugar, And I'm Zareen Sneaky, Director of Partnerships at Pop Sugar. And this week we're getting into a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. Nepotism. Are, <laughs> you, like are you a product of nepotism? <laughs> no, I wish. Um, I find nepotism fascinating and I think I've started to find it more fascinating thanks to you introducing me to my new favorite show, Succession. And now all I do is think about nepotism. Yes, the sometimes good and often bad and forever problematic world of nepotism. But we're going to talk specifically about nepotism in Hollywood and the famous families that are, you know, just getting jobs because of their famous parents, their famous siblings, and how, you know, sometimes sometimes we can't help but love the products of nepotism, like Jake Gyllenhaal. It's true. It's true. It's true. But before we get into that, Becky... What's your not over it? Well, on the theme of the show, I went with um, some celebrity nepotism from way, way, way back in the day that I'm not over. So when I was a kid, I was weirdly obsessed with the movie The Good Son. Are you familiar? I am not. Um, It was an R-rated thriller starring Macaulay Culkin, who was a child at the time that he was in this movie. This movie came out in 1993. And he's a little deranged. He's a deranged child. It's Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood. And, you know, it's like Macaulay Culkin appears very sweet, but then it's also doing all these really horrible. He's not he's mentally not all there. And it's it's not a great movie. It's a terrible movie. But I loved Home Alone so much. I'm so obsessed with Macaulay Culkin that my mom. This was like one of the first rated R movies I was ever allowed to watch. Um, and it was just interesting. Right it was just interesting because he was cast in this movie. Um, and obviously he was trying to, you know, spread his wings and break out of his Kevin McAllister image. But in the movie, his character has a sister who was played by his real life sister, Quinn Culkin, who didn't really go on to star in many other things, which I always thought was, you know, cool, like real life brother, sister. Then he like almost causes her to die on a skating pond. It's okay. It works out okay for her. Um, But also his character has a baby brother who he drowned in the bathtub. Dark. So they only talk about the brother in the past tense, but they show him in a picture in the movie. And in the picture, the baby was his real life brother, Rory Culkin. Like just for the picture, they use his real life baby brother, which I thought was like, wow, look at them. They're really keeping it all in the family. I guess they couldn't find a role for Kieran Culkin in this movie. 
And I don't know if it counts as nep. It definitely counts as nepotism for Quinn Culkin. I mean, I think Macaulay Culkin's parents, who some unsavory things have been said about the dad in particular, but um, yes. I don't know if Rory Culkin got paid for his image just appearing in that movie. But <laughs> just um, like this is your brother. I just was just like, wow, the power of this child actor getting his whole family in this movie. Very interesting. The nepotism runs deep. It runs deep. Okay, what's yours? Um, well, following your, I'll piggyback off of you um, on Keep It wi- on Theme. Might not over it, probably Tori Spelling forever denying that she got her role in 90210 because of nepotism and maintaining that it was her hard work that got her the role and that she even auditioned with a fake name. That's big. That's big I mean, Kendall energy, right? Kendall Jenner energy right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, for those of you who might not know, our dad, Aaron Spelling, um, is one of the underlords of Hollywood. He produced thousands of shows that were very, very su- successful. Seventh Heaven, Charmed, obviously 90210. Um, but I always just find that to me will forever be my favorite, you know, story about Netflix, where she's like, no, I worked so hard for this. And it's like, we've all seen 90210. <laughs> we've all seen the show, Tori. We've all seen Also, it. never forget they also tried to make her brother Randy Spelling into someone. Oh, my God. They tried it. That's right. They did try it. But, you know, wow, I totally Tori Spelling's still here. <laughs> so no, she is. She... <laughs> still making headlines, yeah. so. Yeah. Not the best ones lately, but, you know, good for her. I guess she's still around. Okay. Well, let's get into the meat of the episode. Obviously, we could be here all day and all night if we talked about all the examples of nepotism in Hollywood. It's happening everywhere behind the scenes. Sometimes the most obvious situations are when you have... A big famous actor, for example, Tom Hanks, and then their child, for example, Colin Hanks, suddenly becomes famous. Sometimes there are big acting families like the Barrymores, like the Baldwins. Other times you don't realize that an actress like Kristen Stewart, her mom was influential in Hollywood behind the scenes and probably helped her get some roles. Well, let's talk about some of the new class, the up-and-comers, the... uh, children of famous families where we're starting to see nepotism show up or uh, I don't want to say actors or actresses because some of these people have not shown us any specific talents just yet. No, they are just someone. They're just kid. on the verge of celebrity. Yes. Um, I mean, a good place for me to always start is, you know, you had been telling me to watch this show for 900 years and I finally did the boys on or is it just boys? It's the just boys. boys the boys the boys on amazon um on amazon and i obviously quickly became obsessed with the show and then you drop this bomb on me about the lead jack quaid which you know (laughs) i'm never i just didn't even look up his actual name of course and he is this product of dennis quaid and meg ryan which i i didn't even know they were ever together it was like there's a part of me that you know, obviously, I love him in the show. I find he's very endearing, and I think he's a great actor. But there's a part of me that felt like, am I still allowed to root for him, knowing he's nepotism? Well, of course, it kind of throws you for a I loop. Think we can still root for. We can we can still root for the the, the children. No, of I mean nepotism. I do. It hasn't prevented me, but I I feel like learning that alone almost like stains the experience. Unfortunately, a little bit where I'm like, look, I wish you had just come up from you know started from the he bottom. paid his dues he had to play one of the other tributes in the hunger games he had to play marvel he the one that ends up killing rue 
It's upsetting. Oh, God. He was... Yeah, he didn't have is. many lines. I did not realize that was him. He didn't have many lines in that movie, but that was his first, his first role. And he's... Look, it is, it's tricky when you're like, this person was handed this, this person was handed everything. First of all, though, your dad's Dennis Quaid. Like, that's in some ways something for you to overcome. Like, the Quaid <laughs> name, much like, uh, you know, the Sheen name. Like, some of these families, yeah. it's sort of like, well... And also... I also learned that his uncle is Randy Quaid, who, um, you know, plays Russell Case in Independence Day, which I rewatched recently. And I have to say he's an American hero. He was he plays the drunk pilot that saves us all. From yes, the a staple of, of vaca- yeah. the, mo- the vacation movies. Yes, yes. Also that. But yeah, to your point, that does feel like something maybe he needed to overcome. Um, but yeah, Jack Quaid, definitely an up and comer. Someone else who, as long as we're talking about the the product of nepotism that we love i love zoe kravitz like she's been she's been around for a while she's not really new and on the scene she is next generation nepotism her parents are lenny kravitz and lisa bonet but lenny kravitz's parents um were an actor and a filmmaker so she's just got all that all that uh that fame running through her blood. And then she has the added bonus of her stepdad being Jason Momoa. Then, yeah, that's great. Zoe Kravitz to me is also someone that I feel I overlook the nepotism often because I find her to just be so cool. And I actually really enjoyed her in the Hulu series, which unfortunately got canceled, but high fidelity. I loved that show. High fidelity. Justice for high fidelity. And she was great. in. Big Little Lies, and she's going to be in the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. I mean, she's great in everything. She was in the Divergent movies. Wow, she's been in a lot, a few things that didn't didn't end well, I guess. <laughs> no, but she is someone that I genuinely watch, enjoy watching on screen, and I also appreciate appreciate her celebrity and by itself. I do think she's sort of created her own persona i don't know she's fashionable and she's cool you know what's interesting about zoe kravitz and jack wade and we can talk more about this as time goes on but both of them really look like their parents yes and i think that helps you with the nepotism i think people are endeared and more interested when they're like that person looks just like like you could really see Meg Ryan and Jack Quaid in there, and that adds to the intrigue. And Zoe Kravitz looks so much like Lisa Bonet, and you know posts no, it's all like, these yeah, identical twins, all these cool pictures. And also when she posts, uh, you know how much she loved their blended family with Jason Momoa. Obviously, she doesn't look like Jason Momoa because that's not her dad. But I do think um, the family resemblance, you know, works in their favor, which is also why it's funny to me that so many people didn't know Elizabeth Olsen was the sister of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen until WandaVision came oh, out. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, before we move on to Elizabeth Molson, I do have to have honorable mention. Any moment that I can mention, Drake, I have to. Did you know that Zoe Kravitz's voice was featured in Passion Fruit? A very great song by Drake. Passionate from miles away Passive with the things you say Passing up on my ways I can't blame you now He sampled her in that, so I just feel like she's always doing cool shit. But yes, cool. To Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> Don't be rude. That's a good song. I'm just trying to think um, of other wait, ways that Drake something... contributes to nepotism. Did you know that Justin Bieber was featured in a Drake video last summer called Popstar and that Justin Bieber is married to Haley Baldwin, who is nepotism? <laughs> so much nepotism, Drake. Be married. Be married into Did nepotism. Did you know that Adonis, Drake's son, 
is the future of nepotism. Product of nepotism. <laughs> he is the future of nepotism. Him and um, LeBron James kids are going to be reigning kings of nepotism going forward. The kings of nepotism. Um, okay, I have a lot of friends that don't realize your point um, that Elizabeth Olsen is related to the How Olsen is that twins possible? Because she looks exactly I like... I know, you and I, you and, yes, you and I agree that they literally look like the same person, but to many people, she looks very, very different, and maybe it's because she wears form-fitting clothes, and I don't know. Well, she's physically <laughs> larger than them. Yes. I mean, she's taller yes. but the facial, than them, and she's younger. The facial features are very, very, yeah. But yeah, no, when you look at a picture it's of the three of them, it's actually kind of funny because she towers over them. But yes, she looks sh- strikingly like them. Like, I remember when she was first coming up, when she was in that movie, Martha, Marcy May, Marlene, that, that cult movie, that cult little indie movie. And I was like, this is distracting to me how much she looks like them. And it was also interesting that she didn't really start getting, she didn't really cross over to like full stardom until she even, I mean, she was, has been in the Marvel cinematic universe for a while, but I really feel like it was WandaVision that people really started noticing her a lot. Um, Because it was like her first like solo thing that was like really put her, also it had all the Marvel money back to it's like the promotions for it were different. Whereas I think all the other stuff. I watched some movie with her with um, Elle Fanning, a coming of age film that I found really cute on an airplane once. <laughs> I think that movie's called good. Very Good Girls. The movie where they're where they're uh, both yes, in love yes, with yes. the same guy. Yes, yes. You always know. This I also saw them watch that movie on a plane once. Uh, Dakota Fanning, her sister Elle Fanning, nepotism. I still prefer Dakota. Do you? <laughs> what? Allowed if Elle Fanning is great. She dated Max Mengele, well, also like nepotism. We could just we could just go on forever, just like weaving the web. But let's we've swam swam away from the boat a little bit of talking about the up and comer. So let's let's reel it back in. I know how much you love talking okay. about Lily Collins. Lily Collins is the daughter of Phil Collins, who has my favorite song ever from Tarzan. <laughs> Wasn't that song? I love yes. that song. Yes, so and in direct nepotism, the first item on Lily Collins's IMDb page is playing. The voice of Baby Ape in the movie Tarzan. No. <laughs> We've really come full Her dad circle. Wow. definitely got I, her that part. You, no, what are you talking about? She probably auditioned. How dare you? But anyway, she really uh, was put on the map when she played Sandra Bullock's daughter in The Blind Side. And now we all know and some of us love her as the Emily in Paris. The Emmy-nominated yeah. series Emily in Paris. Um, another actress who is making her way up and starting to pop up in a lot of different places is Maya Hawke. She's double nepotism, much like Jack Quaid, double nepotism of parents who are no longer together, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. And she was, uh, in the third season of Stranger Things. Yeah. I think there's like certain aspects of the, you know, like I actually really liked Maya Hawke and, and Stranger Things and... I obviously knew who she was going into it, but why is that I, obvious? I think you didn't know who Jack Wade was going into. <laughs> I know, but I looked her. I guess I looked. I saw some headline that was like Ethan Hawke's daughter is joining her Uma Thurman's daughter, and so it like caught me. But I am always pleasantly surprised when I don't know they're good in the roles that they're cast in. Versus like now, I'm like, oh, you just got here because your mom and dad know people. Whereas I feel like Maya Hawke was a great fit for Stranger Things. I really enjoyed her. Similar to. Is it Ma- Maude Apatow that's in um, Euphoria? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I, I really enjoy her character in that show. And I feel like she does a great job. Um, whereas there's certain, certain, sometimes people are placed in certain situations and you're like, who let you in here? Yeah. Well, you know who flew under the radar for a long time? Well, it didn't fly under the radar, but I saw many things and didn't realize that she had a famous mom is Margaret Qualley, probably because her last name is not McDowell, like her mom, Andy McDowell. But she was on The Leftovers, which I watched all of and never put it together. And I don't think I really realized until she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and was dating Pete Davidson. I think that's when I put that together. But um She's also been coming up a little bit more recently. Um, same with when I was watching Cruel Summer, I didn't realize the best friend played by Harley Quinn Smith, which what a name, a Who, name that could only oh be God. given to you by Kevin Smith. Oh, wow. Yes. And she makes a joke about clerks. Just so you know. Want to watch clerks again? Maybe later. Oh, good God. I mean. Um, also someone that I really enjoyed as, uh, I don't know if this is, I guess John David Washington has been around for a little while, but I, I genuinely enjoy almost everything he's been in. It, um, I have not watched Tenant because everybody keeps telling me I'll have to really pay attention. And for some reason that has deferred me from watching Tenant, but I really enjoyed him in, um, Black Black Klansman. Yes. I really enjoyed John David Washington on, also on his show Ballers on HBO. Did you say his dad was Denzel Washington? Is it, is it not obvious? Yes. <laughs> John David Washington is a product of Denzel Washington. Nepotism. Um, anyway, let's let's wrap this up. When we come back, maybe we can dive into, you know, when nepotism kind of gets a little bit un, unfavorable. Maybe that's the right word. It's just not as great as it could be. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so when we think about when nepotism really rubs us the wrong way, I think the first thing that comes to mind is the story of Olivia Jade and her mom, Lori Lachlan, and how her parents were involved in the whole Operation Varsity Blues, where in the most egregious case of nepotism, she was already, you know, quote unquote, Instagram famous. She had a million followers on Instagram. She was an influencer or whatever just from having rich, famous parents. Right. But then got even more national attention because her parents were trying to pay to get her into college. And whether or not it has yeah. affected, you know, her longevity negatively remains to be seen. But in the short term, I don't think it helped her despite what they said on Gossip Girl. And everything will be fine so long as you win. 
Olivia Jade gained followers and her mom went to jail. <laughs> they they oh, claimed no. they claimed on the on the premiere of Gossip Girl that she gained followers when that whole thing happened, but don't worry, Olivia Jade went on TikTok to assure you she did not. She lost followers. Oh, God. No. And I think this whole thing felt a little bit more gross. Like to your point, it's like this person already had a really large following as an influencer. She had deals with um, Sephora. I believe like Sephora. Yeah, she had deals. So it was like, yes, college is great and and would have obviously can't hurt you. But in this case, it wasn't really helping her. Right. She was already sort of set up for life. And so it felt more gross that it was involved. I don't know. This is it is an instance of like nepotism that is why are you even why are you even doing this like you don't need to do this you're fine and you're a small low lying level of nepotism you would have been fine and your mom would have still had a job at full house you're in big trouble mister yeah she lost that job she lost she lost, she lost her job. job on when calls the heart it didn't it didn't go well for her um no then there are some who are just not using their fame in ways that we find to be the right way and chet hanks is the first person that comes to his quote unquote fame fame is the wrong word uh connection and name i should say big up big up the whole island massive it's your boy chetana coming straight from the golden gloves you are saying me me father tom hanks presenting in a watch soon forward come big up tune in yeah it is always jarring to see that this person is related to Tom Hanks in any way. Not only related, but the product of Tom Hanks. Um, I think Chet Hanks is somebody that I don't entirely know what, um, you know, he's providing us, mostly besides just giving us a reason to groan and roll our eyes. Do so, you not feel like you've been provided with white boy summer? No, I want the absolute opposite of that for the rest of my life, if that's possible. But speaking of white boy summer... Um, I do find Brody Jenner nepotism to be very interesting because, you know, if Peter Pan syndrome had a face, I think it would be Brody Jenner. And it's also interesting because originally he was the famous one on the hills well before anyone knew the Kardashians. And, you know, his dad is Caitlyn Jenner. And once the Kardashians came, they kind of eclipsed his nepotism. But now he's sort of back on the hills, which I always find I don't know. It's fascinating to see him fall and drop and rise. And here he is again. He just seems like one in the same exact place. He just seems like one that like, I don't know what happened, but like he should have played his cards better. Like he should have hitched his wagon to that Kardashian train and took it wherever it was going. He was on like a season. Remember, they all did go on like a family vacation. You didn't watch it. I I watched it. Um, He went on a family vacation with all of them, with his brother and his ex-wife. I don't know. Yeah, they definitely missed that train. They should have hopped on and um, benefited from this. Like, did he think nepotism. the princes of Malibu was just going to skyrocket him to? You know, <laughs> and he's also directly responsible for introducing Spencer Pratt to all of us, which is not my fave. Yeah, and and then he ruined Heidi and Lawrence. So many lives ruined by doing that. <laughs> so many lives were ruined because of this. Well, something else that's interesting about nepotism today in the year of our Lord 2021 is that social media plays such a huge role in general on in celebrity and what makes someone famous that in the past we're just right. having a famous name could, you know, you would be rich and you could be a socialite. And I feel like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie are, are sort of examples of this. The that they transitioned yeah. obviously into the simple life and everything else. But now it's like you can be famous 
just for being famous. And if Scott Disick wants to date you, you can get even more notoriety without actually proving that you have any specific talent other than being hot and having a lot of Instagram followers. Like, no. And I, yeah. And I think that's been sort of like the, the area where certain, you know, products of nepotism don't necessarily live within the actual industry. Like, you know, Frankie Jonas is a good example of he's not in the music industry. He's obviously, you know, not as famous as his brothers, but he has found a niche for himself on TikTok. The bonus Jonas. He, like, if you're on TikTok and scrolling, people are often tagging Nick Jonas as, like, Frankie Jonas's brother <laughs> versus, you know, out in the wild, obviously, the other Joe Bros are the ones that get the majority of the limelight. I feel bad for Frankie um, Jonas, though. His brothers are literally in a band called the Jonas Brothers, and most people don't even know that there's a fourth brother. Like, why don't the they let him Jonas. in the band? I don't... Yeah, it Like, is I understood at first when he was a child, and he was like, he's not old enough to be in the band, but he's old enough to be in the band. Let him in the band. Yeah, it also seems like Nick doesn't even want to be in the band, so maybe he should just take over from Nick. Nick seems like he's too cool to be in that band all the time. Yeah, well, then I think when you think about a family like the Hadids, who are also connected to the Jenners and connected to everyone, like Gigi and Bella Hadid do not get their level of fame without Real Housewives, which is so interesting. No, of course not. Or, you know, their father, Mohammed Hadid, is a huge developer in Beverly Hills that has an immense amount of connections within the Right, industry. but like 20 so, years ago before Instagram, I don't know if people care that they're models. Like, I don't know right now if people care about Kaya Gerber, if her mother, without her social media, like she could, because like, yes, she's a model, but like the only reason we know anything about her is because of her social media. Of course, now she's getting acting gigs in uh, American Gerber, Horror Story. <laughs> um, yes, Gigi and Bella Hadid are the daughters of Yolanda Hadid who was on um, the Beverly Hills Housewives franchise for a few years. And that's also when we saw both of them kind of having, um, quote-unquote, some troubles. Bella Hadid had been charged with a DUI, and they worked through it on the show, which was, you know, she was young and looked very, very different. It was definitely before the modeling had started and she got a brand-new face. But, um, yes, they are definitely products of being well-connected and also having access to social media in a way that, to your point, would have never existed 20 years ago. No, and I think the Hadids and Kendall Jenner and Kylie Jenner are sort of the first crop of stars who have literally grown up on in in the limelight of reality television. Like, they're the youngest right. versions, and now, like, that in and of itself. And, and that's... Yeah, and that's something that comes totally natural. I know recently Kylie Jenner was, you know, talking to some publication about how Stormy has been going into the office to build her brand, oh God. her, like, three-year-old. I'm like, but that I to you know to your point, I think that Stormy is also going to be just a product of like her brand is going to be on social media. Social media is what's going to help elevate. Like they don't need these connections to these agencies or getting auditions. It's yada 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 that used to be a thing in the past. Whereas in you know 2021, if you have if you have the ability and have a little bit of creativity with social media, you really can't do it on your own with a little bit of help with, you know, the Netflix. No, it's like the, tr it's like the Truman Show or, or even someone like Haley Baldwin. I mean, her, first of all, her dad is not the most famous Baldwin. She is Alec Baldwin's niece and William Baldwin's niece and Stephen Baldwin's daughter, right? She's God, Stephen Baldwin's daughter Stephen or Daniel Baldwin's, Baldwin's daughter? Yeah, um, she's Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Her dad, most famous for being in 
the movie Biodome starring Polly Short. But um, I think <laughs> at this point, the Bieber name probably, you know, gives her more clout. But she is become i mean i guess also it's like all these people are models <laughs> it's like they're just famous for yeah, being hot and having a big instagram following um but again i think it's social media for all these people it's same for the right. beckham children like romeo beckham brooklyn yeah, beckham like- cruz beckham they all have millions of followers on instagram they're all very young and it's all just because their parents people loved their parents as a famous celebrity couple and they to your point built their brands on social media from a young age and we've just watched them and follow them and it's sort of like our fascination of watching these kids grow up right before our eyes and then they're getting all these deals and getting paid so much money really just to exist all right well we're going to take a quick break and when we get back becky i heard a rumor that you have prepared a game for me a nepotism quiz oh gosh i can't wait This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Zareem, now it's time for me to test your knowledge of celebrity nepotism and celebrity connections. It's sort of like a hybrid of six degrees of Kevin Bacon and celebrity families. How do you feel about your knowledge? I mean, based on our friendship and me constantly being like, remember this movie? Remember that guy? Remember this thing? And you just guessing, I don't feel that great about it, but you know what? I'm going to do my best. Okay. Well, it's multiple choice because we don't have have that much kind of time. Okay, good. Okay. You ready? Yes. Question one. Beanie Feldstein is the sister of Jonah Hill, but she also had another brother named Jordan Feldstein who sadly passed away. What band did Jordan Feldstein manage? Was it A, One Republic? I B, Maroon 5, or C, 21 Pilots? B, Maroon 5. That is correct. For bonus points, can you name the Maroon 5 video that Beanie Feldstein appeared in? Uh, (laughs) Sunday morning? (laughs) No, I don't know. No, that's incorrect. Sorry. You do not get bonus credit, but you do get one point. Beanie appeared in the Girls Like You video and has known Adam Levine her whole life. Because her Every brother's talking much person was in that movie. Everyone was in that. I was in that video. Well, it was a music video, but Sorry, it yeah. fe- felt like a movie with the star power. I did. Yes, I did. Okay. All right. Well, I'll take it. I, won. I got one question right. So far, Sorry. so good. Question two. Which star from the recently released movie Zola has a very famous grandfather? 
Is it A, Nicholas Braun, B, Riley Keough, or C, Taylor Page? Uh, C, Taylor Page? Damn Sorry, Dream. The answer is Riley Keough. Riley Keough's mom is Lisa Marie Presley, who is the daughter of Elvis Presley and Priscilla Whoa. Presley, making Riley Keough the granddaughter of Elvis Presley. Oh, that is some serious... I know. It's tricky when they don't have the same last name. No, yeah, they do that on purpose. I want to recount. This doesn't count. All right. You're, you're getting a 50% so far. Okay. Question three. Which of these celebrity pairs from famous families are first cousins? Is it A, Nicolas Cage and Jason, Jason Schwartzman? B, Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid? Or C, Donald Glover and Danny Glover? A, Nicolas Cage. And? and I, I don't know. So whoever else you said. Jason Schwartzman. That's correct. And it was so clear based on your confidence level that you knew that all along. For yeah. extra credit, can you tell me what family they're both part of? What famous family? Mm, I can't, but I know Nicolas Cage has um, bought out a burial spot for himself in an, a cemetery in Louisiana. Does that count? No, that does not get you extra credit. God damn it. But they are both part of the Coppola family. Jason Schwartzman's mom is Talia Shire and Nicolas Cage's Last name is actually Coppola, and his father is August Coppola, and they are also first cousins with Sophia Coppola. Whoa. I don't, this is illegal. They shouldn't be allowed to change their last names. Yeah, it's a lot of star power there. Okay. So you have two out of three so far. Not bad, not bad. Mm. Question four. Blake Lively's mother was a talent scout, and her father, Ernie Lively, was an actor. Her sister... Robin Lively was also an actress who once dated 90210 star Jason Priestley. What iconic 80s movie did Robin Lively star in? Was it A, St. Elmo's Fire, B, Can't Buy Me Love, or C, Teen Witch? B, Can't Buy Me Love. I'm sorry, that is not correct. Damn it. The correct answer is Teen Witch. I said it with such confidence. Top that. You did say that. You, I'm surprised that you guessed Can't Buy Me Love because Patrick Dempsey started in Can't Buy Me Love and I know how well you know Dr. McDreamy and everywhere he's been. Apparently not that well. No, apparently not that well. Okay, so that knocks you down to back to 50%. God damn. Two more chances to get on top. Okay. Question five. This one is special for your interests. Oh, dream. In what movie did Maggie Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal play on-screen brother and sister? Was it A, Donnie Darko? B, Mona Lisa smile. C, a dangerous woman, or D, they actually haven't been in anything together. I don't think they've been in anything. I, oh, I don't think they've played brother and sister in anything. And I really pride myself on my Jake Jalen Hall knowledge, which is now I'll be upset if I get this wrong. I don't think they've been in anything. Or were they, did they play brother and sister? No. No, they didn't. So you're going All with right. D, they haven't been in anything together? Yeah, I don't think they've been in anything together. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. They I were in it. A Dangerous Woman Together, which was directed by their father, which is how they got those roles. And they played brother and sister in Donnie Darko. She was in Donnie Darko? Yeah, she played the role of Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. <laughs> Donnie's, <laughs> Donnie's <laughs> yeah. sister. I, just, I was really able to ignore her. I guess. I have, like, no recollection of her. You were distracted by the big rabbit. I was. I truly was. (laughs) There's a lot going on in that movie. Nightmares. Did you know know Seth Rogen's also in that movie? Andrew Barrymore? I did. I learned that very recently, though. I hadn't known about it for a long time. All right. Well, maybe do it for a rewatch. Okay. Question six. Tia and Tamara Maori 
best known for the 90s sitcom Sister Sister, also have a little brother named Taj, who had a role on Full House before getting a sitcom of his own. What was the name of his sitcom? Was it A, Boy Genius, B, Whiz Kid, or C, Smart Guy? Smart Guy. I love that show. That is correct. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. I feel like I wasn't too bad. You got 50% of the questions right. Right. Three out of six. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm going to congratulate you on this. If this was reversed, you would have chastised me for taking a blatant guess at Nicolas Cage and Jason Schwartzman, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that to you. Okay. I feel like you kind of just did that. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, no, I did. I did. I'm still like upset about when you yelled at me about that demon. I'm not (laughs) over it. (laughs) That's you're not over it. Anyways, um, since you've asked me a bunch of questions, it's my turn to ask you the burning question. Okay. I'm expecting it to be like rude and difficult. So bring it up. Well, it's not, it's not rude, but it might be difficult. Based on this theme of nepotism, if nepotism could land you on any scripted show. It already did. On, on Just kidding. Just kidding. You don't know that I was any, on One Tree Hill? No, any scripted show from the 90s or any, any of your, any show. What show would you like to be a character on and which character would you like to play? Are there going to be options? No, I'm casting oh. a wide net. It has to be from the 90s or no? No, it doesn't have to be from the 90s. Okay, my nepotism has allowed me to be on any TV show ever? Yes. Do I have to play a role that's been on the show? Yeah, you have to play an existing character. Like, who would, you're replacing someone. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is I would like to play Daenerys Targaryen. Although she <laughs> had to be naked. She had to be naked in the first season, so... Um, I wouldn't mind being the Walter White. You know what? I would like to play Jesse Pinkman. Aaron Paul's role on oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, bitch! That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Jesse Pinkman as a girl. Jessica Pinkman. <laughs> Jessica Pinkman. <laughs> you did play Family Affair by Mary J. Blige. Not Over It is hosted and produced by Becky Kirsch and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Allison Noel and Lisa Sugar. Have something to share? Tell us the moments you're not over by emailing us at notoverit at popsugar.com. Thanks for listening.